Israel Hamas war Blinken meets with Saudi Crown Prince as Israel prepares ground invasion. Vivek Shankar Aaron Boxerman Aaron Boxerman Aaron Boxerman Aaron Boxerman Aaron Boxerman Raja Abdul Rahim Aaron Boxerman Aaron Boxerman Edward Wong Edward Wong Nadav Gabrielov Eric Schmidt Christopher Buckley Youssef Masood Elisabetta Pavolito Aaron Nolan Layli Nakunazar Layli Nakunazar Karan Demirjian Elena Shao Edward Wong Isabel Kirshner Peter Baker Peter Baker Lauren Leet Herbie Hiba Yazbek Raja Abdul Rahim Anna Betts Isabel Kirshner Secretary of State Antony J. Blinken met with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia on Sunday, the latest stop on a four-day diplomatic trip across the Middle East as the humanitarian crisis in the Gaza Strip worsens ahead of an expected ground invasion by Israel's military. Mr. Blinken and President Biden have publicly stressed in the past few days that while they support Israel's military retaliation against Hamas, Israel must take every precaution to avoid civilian casualties in Gaza, which is home to about 2 million people. Before Hamas launched a surprise attack on Israel on October 7, Saudi Arabia and Israel had been working with the United States to normalize relations. Mr. Blinken told reporters after his latest meeting that it was very productive, without giving any details. Late on Saturday, the Israeli military gave its clearest indication yet that it would, soon invade, the Gaza Strip in an effort to eliminate Hamas, and again warned residents to move south so that civilian casualties would be limited in its assault. Israel continued to bombard Gaza on Saturday. At least 315 people were killed, the United Nations said, citing Palestinian authorities. In Israel, nearly 200 people were injured from a barrage of enemy rockets, some that targeted the Tel Aviv area. The United Nations has urged Israel to withdraw its evacuation order, with one official calling it a death sentence for Gazans forced to leave hospitals. But hundreds of thousands of people have already fled their homes, clogging highways, while the lack of access to basic amenities like drinking water has grown more severe. As a last resort, people are consuming brackish water from agricultural wells, triggering serious concerns about the spread of waterborne diseases, the UN Humanitarian Agency said in a statement. For the fourth consecutive day, Gaza has had no electricity, pushing vital services, including health, water and sanitation to the brink of collapse and worsening food insecurity. A week after the surprise attack on Israel by Hamas, concerns remained elevated that the conflict could spread to other parts of the Middle East. On Saturday, the Israeli military said it had responded to fire from Hezbollah, which based in Lebanon, and from armed groups in Syria. Here's what you need to know. Palestinian casualties rose to 2,228 deaths and 8,774 injuries, the United Nations Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs said, citing the Ministry of Health in Gaza. Israel on Saturday did not record any more fatalities, which stood at 1,300, but injuries rose to 3,621. The Israeli military said that its attacks on Hamas targets in Gaza included strikes on a senior commander of the Hamas unit known as Nakba, which led last week's surprise attack on Israel. Israeli airstrikes overnight at Aleppo's international airport in Syria materially damaged the site, disrupting service there, according to Syrian state media. Earlier in the week, Israel said it attacked the airports in Aleppo and Damascus. 
the United States' Sunday, second aircraft carrier, the Dwight D. Eisenhower, to the eastern Mediterranean, joining the Gerald R. Ford, to help to deter hostile actions against Israel. Last week, Mr. Austin sent the Ford and five guided missile cruisers and destroyers to the eastern part of the sea, near Israel. China's foreign minister, Wang Yi, told his Saudi counterpart, Prince Faisal bin Farhan, that Israel's actions have already gone beyond self-defense. Israel should halt collective punishment of the people of Gaza. China offered to work with Saudi Arabia on the issue of Palestinian statehood. October 15, 2023, for 42 a.m. Eastern Time. One hour ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. The death toll in Gaza has climbed to 2,329 people, according to the Gazan Health Ministry. October 15, 2023, for 35 a.m. Eastern Time. One hour ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. The Israeli Health Ministry says that 377 people wounded during the Hamas attack last week remain hospitalized. Some 99 are in serious condition while another 191 are in moderate condition, it added. Maps, tracking the attacks in Israel and Gaza, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash interactive slash 2023 slash 10 slash 07 slash world slash Middle East slash Israel dash Gaza dash maps.html. The New York Times is tracking airstrikes and ground fighting between Israelis and Palestinians. HTTPS colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash interactive slash 2023 slash 10 slash 07 slash world slash Middle East slash Israel dash Gaza dash maps dot HTML. October 15, 2023, 4.01 a.m. Eastern Time. Two hours ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. The U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem says that it will start an evacuation of U.S. nationals and their immediate family members by sea on Monday. The evacuation will depart from Haifa, the embassy said, and head for the island of Cyprus, about 170 miles away. October 15, 2023, 3.35 a.m. Eastern Time. Two hours ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. At least one Israeli was killed and three others wounded after fire from Lebanon hit the border community of Shtola in northern Israel, according to the Israeli military and emergency services. The Israeli military said it had returned fire. October 15, 2023, 4.07 a.m. Eastern Time. Two hours ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. The Israeli military said it is making a 4-kilometer, 2.5-miles, area along the Lebanon border an isolation zone. No one will be allowed in, the military said in a statement, and any civilians in the area must stay close to their safe rooms. October 15, 2023, 3.23 a.m. Eastern Time. Three hours ago. Raja Abdulrahim. Reporting from Jerusalem. The health ministry in Gaza says that it will not respond to Israeli threats to evacuate hospitals. Our moral position obliges us to continue working, the ministry's spokesman, Ashraf Al-Qudras said in a statement. More than 2,300 people have been killed in Gaza in just over a week of Israeli airstrikes, among them 55 whole families, he added.
October 15, 2023, 2.47 a.m. Eastern Time. Three hours ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. Aleppo's international airport is closed after Israel attacked it overnight, according to Syrian state media. There was no immediate comment from Israel, but Joshua Zarka, a senior foreign ministry official, confirmed that Israel was seeking to preempt Iran from moving weapons to or via Syria. He did not specifically address the Syrian allegation that Israel had struck the airport. October 15, 2023, 2.42 a.m. Eastern Time. Three hours ago. Aaron Boxerman. Reporting from Jerusalem. The Israeli military has again ordered Gazans to utilize a brief window, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., to leave the northern part of the coastal enclave via Saludin Road, a main highway. The military said it would not target the thoroughfare during those hours. October 15, 2023, 2.41 a.m. Eastern Time. Three hours ago. Edward Wong. Traveling with Secretary Blinken. U.S. Secretary of State Antony J. Blinken has returned to his hotel in Riyadh from a morning meeting with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, the de facto leader of Saudi Arabia. Blinken said the meeting was very productive in response to a reporter's question after he got out of his car. October 15, 2023, 1.10 a.m. Eastern Time. Five hours ago. Edward Wong. Traveling with Secretary Blinken. Secretary of State Antony J. Blinken is meeting with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. October 14, 2023, 11.53 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Nadav Gavrilov. Israel's military said it had informed the families of 258 soldiers of their deaths. The system for processing fallen soldiers is operating day and night, said Eyal Krim, the chief military rabbi. He added that the process would be lengthy, as a considerable number of the fallen soldiers are not easily identifiable, and their identification requires the use of advanced technology. October 14, 2023, 10.20 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Eric Schmidt. Defense Secretary Lloyd J. Austin III said in a statement on Saturday that he had formally ordered a second aircraft carrier, the Dwight D. Eisenhower, to the Eastern Mediterranean to join the carrier Gerald R. Ford to deter hostile actions against Israel. Last week, Austin sent the Ford and five guided missile cruisers and destroyers to the eastern part of the sea near Israel. October 14, 2023, 10.06 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Christopher Buckley. China's foreign minister, Waini, told his Saudi counterpart, Prince Faisal bin Farhan, that Israel's actions have already gone beyond self-defense, and it should conscientiously listen to the calls of the international community and secretary-general of the United Nations and halt collective punishment of the people of Gaza, the Chinese foreign ministry said. Mr. Wang also said, China is ready to work with Saudi Arabia and other Arabic countries in continuing to support the just cause of restoring Palestinian national rights. Palestinians displaced from their homes tried to make do in temporary shelters set up in southern Gaza by the United Nations. Youssef Massoud for The New York Times. October 14, 2023, 9.27 p.m. Eastern Time. 
October 14, 2023. Elisabetta Pavolito. Antonio Tajani, Italy's foreign minister, said the country was doing everything it could to free three Italians that officials believe are being held by Hamas in Gaza. We are doing everything first and foremost to free the hostages, three are Italians, he said during remarks he made Saturday afternoon at a farmer's market in Rome. October 14, 2023, 8.44 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Colby Edmonds, Darren Sands, Vic Jolly, and Aaron Nolan, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Aaron Nolan. Colby Edmonds and Aaron Nolan reported from New York. Darren Sands reported from Washington, and Vic Jolly from Los Angeles. At U.S. synagogues, calls for peace and too many emotions to process. HTTPS colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 10 slash 15 slash world slash Israel dash news dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza hash sign Israel dash American dash synagogues dash Jews. At Temple Micah in Washington, the synagogue's incoming president was preparing on Saturday to fulfill his duty to inform the congregation about routine business when he paused and took a breath, seeming to take in the gravity of the moment. Then he spoke. These are just announcements, and I'm getting emotional, Brent Goldfarb said, before composing himself. For many American Jews who attended service on this day, there were too many emotions to process. Horror and grief, fury and defiance. Fear for loved ones, for innocent lives caught in the middle, for the future. And the sheer weight of it all seemed overwhelming. So being together, no matter their individual beliefs, brought a measure of solace. What I needed to do was get out of my house and be with my community, said Isabel Hockman, 23, who attended the Saturday morning Sabbath service at Congregation Road of Shalom in Manhattan. What I've seen is Jews all over the world coming together. Our community is fractured, but we all came together this past week, Ms. Hockman said. I am saying that as someone who does not have family or friends who are Palestinian. I know their community is suffering as well. As Israeli leaders spent Saturday preparing for an invasion of Gaza, Jews at many U.S. synagogues grappled with the scale of overall devastation so far. At Congregation Road of Shalom, a Reform synagogue in Philadelphia, Rabbi Eli Friedman led a Sabbath Torah study. He discussed the story of Cain and Abel and what it meant to be your brother's keeper at a time when innocent lives, both Israeli and Palestinian, were being lost by the thousands. 100%, Israel has a right to defend itself, he said. He then added, we have a responsibility to the innocent people of Gaza. Ruth Smith, who attended that Torah study, urged for a peaceful solution. How many people can we kill in order to feel safe? She asked. A week into the war, the grief is only increasing, Rabbi Sam Levine of East Midwood Jewish Center wrote in prepared remarks that were read to congregants of the conservative synagogue in Brooklyn. But he cautioned against succumbing to a thirst for revenge against Hamas. This is the instinct that has to be quashed. Otherwise, how are we any different from them? He wrote. Some leaders said that the very presence of the congregants on Saturday was a statement in itself. 
At Temple Micah in Washington, Rabbi Healy Sher Slackman said the meaning of Jewish identity is to show up when you are afraid, and perhaps especially when you are afraid. Community is resistance, she said. In Los Angeles, Rabbi Nicole Guzik told the congregation at her conservative synagogue, Sinai Temple, that by gathering, they were demonstrating that the community's spirit would not be broken and were showing others in mourning that they were not alone. I have heard your cries and anger and confusion and heartbreak, the rabbi said. And instead of staying hidden under the covers, you've showed up. But overall, one sentiment shared by many was simply a weariness with their complex and often incongruous mix of feelings. For Eliza Avital, 72, thinking about everything is too much. Her longtime friend, Vivian Silver, is a 74-year-old peace activist member of Kibbutz Bieri, and she is, believed to have been taken hostage, by Hamas militants. The two were among the founding members of another kibbutz in Israel in the 1970s, said Ms. Avital, a member of the East Midwood Jewish Center. There's so many emotions, it's shock, it's anger. It's a nightmare, she said. I keep saying that word over and over. It's just a nightmare. Peter Rabinowitz, 63, said that being surrounded by his community at Congregation Road of Shalom in New York helped soothe the pain and offered healing. I can breathe. I can cry. I can wonder. I can try to reconcile everything that is going on, he said after the service. It's nice to be there for one another. Joel Wolfram in Philadelphia and Eliza Fawcett in New York contributed reporting. October 14, 2023, 8.19 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Leili Nikunizer. Iran's foreign minister, who has visited Iraq, Lebanon and Syria in recent days, arrived in Doha, Qatar, on Saturday night and met Ismail Haniya, Hamas's top political official. A video posted by BBC Farsi showed the minister, Hossein Amar Abdelayan, being welcomed warmly by Mr. Hania, whose organization receives financial and political support from Iran. October 14, 2023, 8.19 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Leili Nikunizer. During his visit to Lebanon, Mr. Amar Abdelayan met with the Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah, according to the Associated Press, and told reporters there that if Israel's attacks on the Gaza Strip continued, the violence could spread to other parts of the Middle East. October 14, 2023, 6.31 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Karan Demirjian, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash caroan dash Demirjian. Reporting from Washington. Schumer plans to introduce a bipartisan aid bill upon his return from Israel. https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 10 slash 15 slash world slash israel dash news dash hamas dash war dash gaza hash sign schumer dash israel dash aid dash hamas the senate will vote early next week on a bipartisan resolution condemning hamas's strikes on israel and pledging to support the jewish state's war effort said senator chuck schumer the majority leader who is spending the weekend meeting with israeli officials to discuss the contours of a future assistance package i'm very hopeful we can pass that by unanimous consent mr schumer democrat of new york said of the resolution
When it comes to putting an actual aid package for Israel on the Senate floor, Mr. Schumer said he wanted to consult first with Israeli officials, but I think the sooner, the better. Over the weekend, Mr. Schumer and four other senators, Democrats Jackie Rosen of Nevada and Mark Kelly of Arizona, and Republicans Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and Mitt Romney of Utah, are expected to meet with a raft of senior Israeli administration officials, including Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and former Defense Minister Benny Gantz, who joined with Mr. Netanyahu to form a unity government earlier this week. The group is also expected to meet with Israelis and Americans who lost loved ones during Hamas's bloody attack on civilian settlements and military bases last weekend, which killed an estimated 1,300 Israelis. Mr. Schumer said he was shaken, angry and disturbed by the events, and as Congress's first Jewish majority leader, felt a passion and an obligation to make the trip. Mr. Schumer's delegation arrives in Israel as the Gaza Strip is reeling from thousands of airstrikes and bracing for a potential ground invasion from Israeli forces, after more than a million residents were told to evacuate the northern part of the enclave. The rapid escalation of hostilities has prompted a bipartisan outcry for emergency military aid for Israel as it attempts to eliminate the threat posed by Hamas. It has also sparked pleas for restraint from a swath of Democratic lawmakers, 55 of whom penned a letter to President Biden and Secretary of State Antony J. Blinken urging them to push Israel to resume shipments of food, water, electricity and fuel to the territory, establish a humanitarian corridor, and provide humanitarian aid for Palestinian civilians in Gaza as part of any package for Israel. Mr. Schumer said that he would hold wide-ranging talks with Israeli officials about various forms of aid, including military, economic and humanitarian, so we can put the best aid package together. He said one of his chief priorities was aiding Israel in eliminating the threat of Hamas. If Hamas still exists, the same thing could happen again. So we have to eliminate the threat presented by Hamas, that is clear, Mr. Schumer said. But he also said he supported making humanitarian aid for Palestinian civilians part of any Israel deal. I'm all for humanitarian aid. I want to figure out the best, fastest and most efficient way to get it delivered, he added. It is not clear exactly what timeline or avenues are available to Congress to do that. Mr. Schumer said that in conversations with the White House and his Republican counterpart, Senator Mitch McConnell, the minority leader, a preference had been indicated for approving assistance for Israel and Ukraine as a package deal. There's a general view, not completely decided upon yet, that within the White House, with McConnell and with myself, that Ukraine and Israel will go together, he said. That, however, could put the Senate on a collision course with the fractured, Republican-led House, where GOP members have indicated a strong preference for separating the two, as support for Ukraine wanes among some members of the G.OP. Legislative activity in the House has been frozen as Republican lawmakers struggle to elect a new leader after Representative Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California, was ousted as Speaker. The party's current nominee, Rep. Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio, has said he supports helping Israel, but has demonstrated a strong animus against aid for Ukraine. October 14, 2023, 5.43 p.m. Eastern Time October 14, 2023 Elena Shaw A new analysis of satellite imagery shows an estimate of areas in Gaza that were significantly damaged in the first six days of Israel's retaliatory airstrikes. 
Northern Gaza bore the brunt of the damage, including large sections of the Rimal neighborhood, Beit Hanaun and parts of refugee camps. October 14, 2023, 5.15 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Edward Wong. Traveling with Secretary Blinken. The State Department said at least 29 American citizens have been killed in the recent violence involving Hamas and Israel. The department said it would not release details of the circumstances of their deaths or their identities. It is unclear if all the American citizens died in the Hamas terrorist attacks of October 7, although at least the majority did. The State Department also said at least 15 citizens are unaccounted for. October 14, 2023, 5.01 p.m. Eastern Time. October 14, 2023. Isabel Kirshner, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Isabel Kirshner. Reporting from Israel's border with Gaza. Israeli troops wait in fields near Gaza, signaling an imminent invasion. https slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel news Hamas war Gaza hashtag Israeli troops wait in fields near Gaza signaling an imminent invasion. All signs indicate an imminent Israeli ground invasion of Gaza, as Israeli troops mass around the border. On Saturday, eight days after Hamas launched its surprise assault on nearby Israeli communities, killing at least 1,300 people, and after a week of punishing Israeli airstrikes on the Hamas-run Gaza Strip, the pastoral farmland around the border has been transformed. Hulking among the cotton meadows, green orchards and dusty fields are rows of tanks and armored personnel carriers pointing in the direction of the Palestinian coastal enclave. Since the Hamas incursion, the bloodiest single day in Israel's 75-year history, the Israeli military says it has mobilized 360,000 reservists. Some of them have been waiting in these makeshift field camps for a week. For what exactly, they don't know or won't say. On Saturday, the Israeli military announced in a statement that troops were gearing up for a significant ground operation without setting a timetable. After the atrocities and trauma visited on their country, the soldiers say, the mission is clear. To restore honor to Israel, said Shai Levy, 37, a tank driver from Jerusalem who, in civilian life, is a rabbi and teaches in a seminary. The citizens are relying on us to defeat Hamas and remove the threat from Gaza once and for all, he said. Like many reservists, Mr. Levy, a father of five young children, had left his family behind in Jerusalem. Many of those already in the field are from the Armored Corps, who often go first into enemy territory and pave the way for the infantry. The reservists said they felt battle-ready. Mr. Levy's crew participated in a large tank drill about 18 months ago and was engaged in operational activity just a few months ago, he said. We've trained for years for this, he said, adding, now it's the real thing. Other units were undergoing last-minute training in their bases away from the front lines. Around the border, some reservists caught an afternoon nap, lying on the ground under the trees just outside the gate of Bieri, one of the worst-hit communities, where more than 100 people were killed. The tanks and armored vehicles stirred up pillars of sand with every small maneuver. Israeli flags flew from their turrets. 
Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who has been broadly criticized for not publicly accepting responsibility for Israel having been caught so off-guard by the Hamas assault, paid a visit on Saturday to fighters in the field. He also visited two of the communities, Biri and Kfar Aza, where scores of civilians were slaughtered during the incursion. One group of Armored Corps Reserve soldiers had set up camp in a clearing just north of Gaza. Some were old comrades in their early 50s who had served and trained together for more than three decades. An alert sounded, warning of incoming rocket or mortar fire from Gaza, and the group squashed into a small, mobile shelter. Motivation and morale appeared high. Emerging after a couple of loud booms, one reservist said that given the extreme cruelty shown by the Hamas infiltrators, who killed grandparents and babies, the coming battle was no longer about defending Israel but a matter of defending humanity. October 14, 2023, 4.52 p.m. ET October 14, 2023 October 14, 2023 Peter Baker Reporting from Washington in his call to Prime Minister Netanyahu, President Biden discussed efforts to provide water, food and medical care in Gaza and affirmed his support for all efforts to protect civilians, according to a White House statement. At the same time, he stressed again his outrage over the Hamas attack, citing more information about Hamas's brutal atrocities that has come to light. President Biden reiterated the need for all countries to unequivocally condemn Hamas as a terrorist organization that does not represent the aspirations of the Palestinian people. October 14, 2023, 4.58 p.m. ET October 14, 2023 October 14, 2023 Peter Baker Reporting from Washington in a separate call with President Mahmoud Abbas of the Palestinian Authority, which is based in the West Bank, Biden likewise offered support for humanitarian supplies to civilians in Gaza and reiterated that Hamas does not stand for the Palestinian people's right to dignity and self-determination, the White House said in a second statement. October 14, 2023, 3.14 p.m. ET October 14, 2023 October 14, 2023 Lauren Leatherby, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Lauren Leatherby. A comparison with past years shows the scale of Israel's operation in Gaza. https slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel news Hamas war Gaza hashtag a comparison with past years shows the scale of Israel's operation in Gaza. Even before Israeli troops have begun any major ground invasion, a comparison with the toll of past conflicts indicates the enormous scale of Israel's air assault on the Gaza Strip, as it retaliates for the Hamas-led attacks last Saturday that inflicted the deadliest day in the country's history. Far more Palestinians have been killed in the eight days since the attacks in southern Israel than in the first days of other recent rounds of fighting. Sources, Palestinian Ministry of Health, Gazan Health Ministry, 2023 deaths, note, shows casualties in past clashes that lasted at least a week. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said that Israel will act, without reservation and without respite, to destroy the military capabilities of Hamas, which controls Gaza. The conflict-related death toll in 2023 has already exceeded that of 2014, when there was a 50-day war. 
https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash 2014 slash 08 slash 30 slash world slash middle east slash 50 dash days dash of dash war dash leave dash israelis dash and dash palestinians dash only dash more dash entrenched dot html note data for 2023 are current as of october 14th at 3 p.m in israel and gaza Sources, UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs, Israeli Foreign Ministry, Gaza Health Ministry. By the New York Times. Palestinian officials said on Saturday that about 2,215 people had been killed in Gaza since the war began, and an additional 49 had been killed in the West Bank. The attacks launched by Hamas in southern Israel killed more than 1,300 people. October 14, 2023, 2.59 p.m. ET October 14, 2023 October 14, 2023 Vivian Narim, Aaron Boxerman, and Hiba Yazbek, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Hiba Yazbek Reporting from Riyadh and Jerusalem Pressure builds at sealed Egyptian border as Gazans evacuate south https slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel news Hamas war Gaza hashtag pressure builds at sealed Egyptian border as Gazans evacuate south. Israel's siege of the Gaza Strip and its more than 2 million residents, which has blocked all ways out of the territory and severed its access to water and electricity, has left only one choke point for Palestinians to potentially escape or for aid to come in, the Gaza border crossing with Egypt in the southern city of Rafah. Now, as Gazans in the north struggled to follow Israeli orders to evacuate to the south ahead of an anticipated ground invasion, pressure is building on that border. Egyptian officials have said that they will facilitate a humanitarian corridor to get urgently needed aid into Gaza, where Israel has cut off supplies of food, fuel and water, as part of what it calls a complete siege after Hamas, the armed Palestinian group that controls the Gaza Strip, attacked Israel last weekend, killing more than 1,300 people. But the Rafah crossing remained sealed on Saturday despite an initial agreement to allow some dual nationals, including Palestinian Americans, to pass. The Egyptian government is adamantly opposed to allowing a large number of Gazans into its country. That is partly because Egypt worries that its nation of more than 100 million people, already facing a severe economic crisis, could get sucked deeper into the regional unrest. https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash 2023 slash 10 slash 13 slash world slash Middle East slash Israel dash Hamas dash war dash Mideast.html. But Egypt and other governments in the area also fear that allowing Gazans to flee as refugees could lead to their permanent forced displacement, creating a deep setback for Palestinian rights and the struggle for a Palestinian state. The Egyptian authorities have deployed military reinforcements along the country's eight-mile border with the Gaza Strip, according to eyewitnesses, and makeshift cement barriers have been erected on the Egyptian side of the crossing, according to two witnesses on the Palestinian side. While battling militants in the Sinai Peninsula, Egyptian forces effectively cleared the Rafah border town of residents between 2014 and 2018 after demolishing the homes of thousands of residents to create a so-called buffer zone with the Gaza Strip. On Thursday, President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi of Egypt said Gazans must stay steadfast and remain on their land. 
and in a meeting with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on Friday, Jordan's King Abdullah II warned Mr. Blinken against any attempt to displace the Palestinians or to try to export the crisis to neighboring countries, according to a royal court statement. Among those trapped in Gaza are American citizens and other dual nationals. A U.S. official said an initial agreement was reached to allow them to cross into Egypt between noon and 5 p.m. local time on Saturday. But families gathered at the border on Saturday said that time came and went while the crossing remained shut. Typically, Hamas controls access to the Gazan side of the border, but people waiting there said they could not find any Hamas officials. While Abu Omar, the Palestinian spokesman for the Rafah crossing, confirmed by text message that the crossing was closed. Both he and a diplomat familiar with the matter said Egypt had said it wouldn't allow the foreign nationals to leave unless Israel allowed humanitarian assistance to enter Gaza. The diplomats spoke on the condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity of the discussions. But the arrival of aid convoys from Egypt to Gaza has been held up by disagreements over how and where the convoys should be screened for weapons, according to a senior diplomat familiar with the talks. The Egyptian government-affiliated Al-Qahira News Channel reported on Saturday, quoting informed Egyptian sources, that Egypt has refused to open the border to only allow foreigners in. The Egyptians' position is that the crossing should be opened in both directions and that aid will be brought in, not for a specific group, Mr. Abu Omar said. The senior diplomat also said that Egypt has refused to allow foreigners to leave Gaza until aid is allowed in. One of those waiting in fear was Abu Ogal, 36, a resident of Massachusetts who had traveled to Gaza with his wife and one-year-old son shortly before the war began to visit their families. Now we don't know what the plan is, he said. We don't know where to go. It's terrifying to look at people's faces and see the unknown in their eyes. Declan Walsh, Jenna Russell and Anna Betts contributed reporting. October 14, 2023, 12.18 p.m. ET October. 14, 2023. October 14, 2023. Raja Abdulrahim, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Raja dash Abdulrahim. In southern Gaza, finding water is now the hardest thing. https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 10 slash 15 slash world slash Israel dash news dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza hash sign in dash southern dash Gaza dash finding dash water dash is dash now dash the dash hardest dash thing. In southern Gaza's main city, Khan Yunus, throngs of people displaced from the north stood in the streets on Saturday outside schools, hospitals and the homes of friends who took them in, waiting with their empty bottles for the water truck to come by. When it passed, they surged forward, each one desperate to fill up a bottle or two to quench the thirst of the families they fled with. The hardest thing today is finding water to drink, said Jihad Abu Hazan, 54, a father of three who left his home in Gaza City in the north on Friday. We hope that there is a humanitarian pause so that people can at least go search for water, he added. Mr. Hazan, the Gazan director of Premier Urgence International, a French charity, spoke from a training center in Khan Yunis where his family was sheltering with some 5,000 people. 
A fast-growing humanitarian crisis has erupted in southern Gaza, which is being inundated by hundreds of thousands of displaced people who fled northern Gaza in the past day alone, according to the UNRWA, the UN agency that aids Palestinians. In total, nearly half of Gaza's population of more than 2 million has been displaced over the past week, the agency said on Saturday. It also warned that the entire Gaza Strip is in danger of running out of water. Khan Yunus has been inundated over the past day, with many of those streaming down from the north after the Israeli army ordered more than one million residents of the area to leave their homes, anticipating an Israeli ground invasion in the coming days. The displaced people are grappling with the threats from airstrikes above, the lack of water and the absence of virtually any havens to take refuge from it all. When Mr. Abu Hazan and his family arrived at the training center in Khan Yunus on Friday, they found no mattresses or blankets. Even basics like soap were absent from the bathrooms, Mr. Abu Hazan said. But water remained their primary concern. It's very hard to have enough water for the people who are displaced, he said Saturday. Sometimes, people ask for water from each other, he added. But those who still have water only have a little, so people are ashamed to ask. And if they are able to give, it's only a small amount. But people are still helping each other. Eight groups were struggling to distribute any supplies as their own stocks, including fuel and food, dwindled amid the siege of the enclave declared by Israel's defense minister. The International Committee of the Red Cross said it was able to distribute some fuel to water tank trucks so they could make their rounds, as well as fuel for some water pumping. It's a struggle for life here, said a Gaza resident, Zaina Ganem, speaking on Saturday morning from a training center run by UNRWA in southern Gaza. There's no food. There's no water. There's no sleep. October 14, 2023, 10:11 a.m. ET October 14, 2023. October 14, 2023. Anna Betts, https://www.newyorktimes.com/by/anna-betts. American citizens say the border crossing from Gaza is still closed. HTTPS colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 10 slash 15 slash world slash Israel dash news dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza hash sign Gaza dash Egypt dash border dash crossing dash Israel. American citizens said they were stranded at Gaza's border with Egypt on Saturday afternoon despite a U.S. official saying earlier that an agreement had been reached to allow them safe passage from the blockaded enclave. The official said that both Israel and Egypt had agreed to allow Americans to go through the Rafah crossing from Gaza between noon and 5 p.m. local time. But as of 4 p.m., the crossing remained closed, according to two families. This is absolutely nerve-wracking, said Lena Basaizo, 57, who was waiting on the Gaza side of the border with her husband, two of her daughters and a 10-year-old grandson, in a text message. I'm so worried now more than ever before. There was no immediate comment from the State Department. The official who earlier had spoken of the agreement said it had been unclear whether Hamas, which controls Gaza, would allow the safe passage. There also had been no confirmation from Egyptian authorities that they would open the crossing. While Abu Omar, the Palestinian spokesman for the Rafah crossing, confirmed by text message that the crossing was closed.
both he and a diplomat familiar with the matter said that Egypt had said it wouldn't allow the foreign nationals to leave unless humanitarian assistance was allowed to enter Gaza. The diplomats spoke on the condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity of the discussions. Ms. Basizo, who lives in Salt Lake City and had been in Gaza visiting relatives, said she and her family had tried to leave Gaza on Tuesday but that the Israeli military had bombed the Rafah crossing. HTTPS colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash 2023 slash 10 slash 10 slash world slash Middle East slash Gaza dash Israel dash airstrikes HTML. She said that she had received messages from the State Department on Saturday instructing Americans in Gaza to head to the border with Egypt. Scores of people were still waiting there as the window for crossing narrowed, she said. Everyone here is frightened something goes wrong, Ms. Basizo said. I have hope it will open. We'll wait a little longer. Abdullah Okul said his wife, Hanin, who was in Gaza to be near family while giving birth, was also waiting at the border with their three children and extended family. Mr. Okul, who is in New Jersey, shared a text message from his wife with the New York Times that said the gate is still closed and that she and the children were scared. Is this real? Ms. Okul wrote at around 3 p.m. How did the U.S. Embassy tell people to come to the Rafah crossing border and the gate is closed? Mr. Okel said that he was worried for his wife and family as it will be dark soon. As 5 p.m. came and went, Abud Okel, a Massachusetts resident and the brother of Hanin, was still waiting at the locked crossing with his wife, one-year-old son and the rest of the extended family. Now we don't know what the plan is, he said by phone. We don't know where to go. It's terrifying to look at people's faces and see the unknown in their eyes. Edward Wong contributed reporting. October 9, 2023, 2.49 p.m. E.T. October 9, 2023. October 9, 2023. Cassandra Vinograd and Isabel Kirshner, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Isabel dash Kirshner. Here's what to know about the hostages taken by Hamas. https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 10 slash 15 slash world slash Israel dash news dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza hash sign Israel dash hostages dash Hamas dash explained. Hamas, the group that controls Gaza and staged the brazen surprise attack on Israel, has taken scores of hostages since storming across the border in a deadly assault that began Saturday. Here's what we know about the captives. How many hostages are there? The Israeli authorities have not yet publicly provided specific details about the number or identities of the kidnapped victims, but military officials have said they included older people and children. Most were captured from small Israeli border towns on Saturday morning. At least 150 Israelis were taken hostage by Palestinian assailants, according to a preliminary assessment shared by one senior Israeli military official. President Biden said in a statement on Monday that it was likely that American citizens could be among those held but that the administration was still working to confirm that. Officials from France and several other countries are also looking into reports that their citizens may be among the captives. 
On Tuesday, an Israeli military spokesman said that the families of at least 50 Israelis had been told that their loved ones are hostages in Gaza. The military says it knows the identities of most of the hostages. Who are they? Some hostages appear to have been taken from their homes in the Israeli border communities that were overrun by Palestinian gunmen on Saturday. Others were most likely seized from a wooded area near the border where they had spent the night at a music festival. https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 10 slash 08 slash world slash Israel dash Gaza dash attack dash Hamas dash news hash sign music dash festival dash Israel dash Gaza dash strip. And some are peace activists, part of collectives near the Gaza border whose members tend to be left of center and supportive of peace initiatives and Palestinian rights. Distraught and fearful, their relatives have turned to news organizations and social media platforms, sharing photographs of those who are missing and sharing videos online to solicit clues. Where are they being held? Abu Obeda, a spokesman for Hamas's armed wing, claimed in a statement on the Telegram app that it had hidden dozens of hostages in safe places and the tunnels of the resistance. The militant group is said to use an underground network of defensive tunnels, much of it under civilian infrastructure, to travel undetected and move weapons. On Monday, Hamas's armed wing, the Qassam Brigades, said that four Israelis being held by gunmen were killed in Israeli bombardment overnight, along with the Palestinians holding them captive. The claim could not be independently verified. How is Israel responding? Amid widespread criticism about the lack of reliable information on the hostages, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel on Sunday announced the appointment of Gal Hirsch, a retired general, as coordinator for the captives and missing. The military and the police also opened a joint center for families to register missing relatives, asking them to bring photos and items from which they can gather DNA samples. What happens next? The seizure of so many hostages suggests that Hamas may want to hold them as bargaining chips for a prisoner swap and possibly to use them as human shields as Israel strikes back in Gaza. Ismail Haniyeh, the Hamas leader, appeared on Tuesday to rule out prisoner exchanges as long as hostilities persist, saying, this file will be not be opened until the end of the battle. On Monday evening, Hamas's armed wing threatened to execute a civilian hostage every time an Israeli airstrike hits Gazans in their homes without warning. Thousands of Palestinians are being held in Israeli prisons, many of them convicted of security offenses or involvement in terrorism. Mohammed Deif, the leader of Hamas's military wing, cited the detention of thousands of Palestinian militants in Israeli jails as one of the reasons for Saturday's assault. How have past hostage crises been resolved? The issue of Israelis in captivity is a deeply emotional one in Israel. In 2006, Gaza militants seized an Israeli soldier, Gilad Shalit, and Hamas held him for five years until he was exchanged for more than 1,000 Palestinian prisoners, many of them convicted of deadly terrorist attacks against Israelis. Hamas has also been holding the remains of two Israeli soldiers killed in a 2014 war as well as two Israeli civilians who entered Gaza that year by foot and are believed to be alive. Israel's month-long war against Hezbollah, the Lebanese Shiite militant organization, in 2006 also began with a cross-border raid by Hezbollah and the abduction of two Israeli soldiers. 
The remains of the two soldiers were returned to Israel in 2008 as part of a prisoner exchange in which Israel handed over five Lebanese prisoners, including Samir Kuntar, who had been held for nearly three decades after being convicted in connection with a notorious attack.